Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Pride, and I trust you will be blessed by what you hear. May God impart his knowledge, reveal his understanding, and give you his wisdom as you live the wisdom of God. Let's look at Malachi 3, 10 through 12. Uh, 10 through, three verses there, 10, 11, and 12. And uh, Malachi 3, 10 says, and I'm going to read this from the King James Version. Uh, because it ties back to the Strong's Concordance, which I use a lot for the Hebrew and the Greek. But it says, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat, M-E-A-T. And we're not talking about steak or chicken here. Uh, In mine house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out, a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. I know we've all heard this many, many times, but there's two or three uh, words here that stood out, the, the meanings that uh, will make uh, some additional uh, revelation to you. It says, bring ye all, that is the whole, that mean, all means all, the whole, the tithes, meaning a tenth, you've heard of that, a tenth part of your income, into the storehouse. This is a treasure house or a depository, your bank uh, for the church. That, now there's a reason why this is a command or instruction from the Lord for you to bring your tithes. It's, it's not just a command, something you have to do. It's, it's something you get to do because, listen up, you'll find out reason why. That, there's a reason, there may be meat. Now the word meat, M-E-A-T, is in the Hebrew accumulated treasuries, accumulated monies in the church, this church we're in. This is the way we're to operate as a church. It's not from uh, going from month to month hoping we have enough month money to pay the rent. It's that we're going to get wealth, the accumulated wealth in this church will be financially strong to do anything that God tells us to do. And that's the way God designed it, and that's exactly what happens when we obey the instruction or the command of bringing all of the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And he says, prove me or test me. Now herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not, here here's, starts showing you what you're going to benefit. So this is what I want you to grasp because if we meet the prerequisite of bringing all the tithes in the storehouse, these following two or three verses is how you're going to benefit. And this is what's going to motivate you to, to, uh, to obey his command. And prove me now herewith, says the Lord, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Now, the word blessing here in the Hebrew is prosperity. So you're going to benefit financially from a prosperity standpoint and Prosperity or a blessing means overflow prosperity. You're going to have more than enough, enough to meet all your expenses. You're not going to have to worry about paying the electric bill every month. You're going to have more than enough, and you'll have overflow prosperity because it says, pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. In other words, overflow, more than sufficient. And let's look at verse 11 here. And, there's more, and... I, being God, will rebuke, rebuke here means to uh, reprimand or to rebuke severely, the devourer, the devourer means to waste, when there's a lot of waste, to consume destructively or recklessly, uh, 
or to waste for your sakes or your, for your benefit. And he, that is the devourer, shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. The fruits of your ground here is your compensation or your money. That is, that you've earned in the past. In other words, the money that you have now from your past efforts. He shall not destroy what you've earned, in, your money in the past. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. Now, the vine here is your source of income. It was the grape vine back then that yielded grapes that turned into wine that they sold and made money. This is your source of income today. So not only is the money you've earned in the past not going to be wasted, let me give you examples of how that could, could occur. Your car breaks down, your cell phone gets stolen, uh, your, your air conditioning at the home breaks, things like that. This is how the devil, the devourer, steals money from you little by little here and there, and it all adds up, especially if you're living... No, paycheck to paycheck. But the Lord is going to stop that. He's going to prevent that from happening for your sake or for your benefit. For your benefit. Uh, He's going to save the money you've earned in the past. He's also going to protect the money that you're earning in the future. That is the... uh, Cast your vine, uh, your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. And the word fruit here is prosperity or good success. Good success. And there again, it's your source of income will prosper and have good success all in due timing. Perfect timing for everything. In verse 12, it says, and it continues, continues, all and it says, all nations, all people shall call you blessed or call you prosperous. Now, why is it they're going to be calling you prosperous? Because you're going to be prosperous. They're going to see how God's prospering you. So that's how they're going to call you prosperous. For ye shall be a delightsome, delightsome. The word delightsome is valuable, valuable. You shall be a valuable land, says the Lord of hosts. Now, how did you get to the place where people will call you prosperous? Now, the way you get there is by God pouring you out prosperity over and over and over again. And that's how you get this accumulated wealth. It builds upon what you've earned in the past. And once you start getting to that point, then you have a lot of uh, resources, assets. It starts going to earn in you money. You don't have to work your paycheck for your paycheck as your only source. We're believing for multiple sources of income, multiple sources of income. And that's exactly what God wants us to do. And that's how accumulated wealth happens is because you start making, once you start uh, operating in this blessing and letting this prosperity to accumulate, you'll start getting some extra cash when you start getting financially strong and then you'll be able to invest and make investments, and that investments will earn you money. You'll have another source of income. And then he'll give you creative ideas of, of new businesses, things like that on the side. You'll have multiple, three, four different sources of income. You're not going to be dependent strictly on your job. And that's what God wants us to be. And by God pouring you out prosperity over and over, what causes this repeated release of the blessing? There's something, there's a, there's a, uh, something that's required. Well, when he gives his instruction, and this verse here is to bring your, all of your ties into the storehouse, house, that is his instruction. That is his command. Second of all, we have a choice at that time whether we're going to obey it or not. If we obey it, 
then that releases the blessing, the prosperity, all the things that we just talked about that you're going to benefit from. It's, and it's that process that we've been talking about or that cycle we've been talking about, which is, and, and I'm going to relate it to you also uh, from the Holy Spirit speaking to you instruction about anything that you ask him. Anything you ask him, he'll give you instruction on what to do. Now, if you follow through and obey that, and what I do is that I'm, I stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit, and I recognize him. I know, I know the Holy Spirit. I don't have to ask whether it's the devil or my mind or, or somebody else or anything like that. I know him. And when I sense what he's prompting me, and we need to talk a little bit, just a minute about that, because don't make it too spiritual. It's not difficult at all. Because if you do, you're waiting on God, waiting on God, or you're waiting for an audible voice or something like that, you'll miss him. Because he speaks to you in a soft voice, little promptings, little unctions, little feelings, little peace, that type of way. And when you receive those things and you recognize that, then move, then, then act promptly. Don't let the devil steal it from you. If you act promptly, then you're going to be assured that you're going to take the next step. And that is, if you obey, that allows God to release the blessing into your life. It pleases God. And that's what I've looked at in this, in studying his word. I'm looking at what is it that pleases God and what is it displeases God? Obviously, I'm going to do what pleases him. I'm going to not do what doesn't please him. And, and, and I've also looked at what actually causes God to move on our behalf, to, to release these blessings. And it's our obedience. It's obedience and instruction and his commands that he's made in his word. That is the key. Let's look at Joshua 1.8 real quick. And it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thine mouth, but thou shalt meditate. Meditate. Meditate means to ponder, to mutter, to speak over and over, to, to think about over and over. And this is what I do when, even when I'm preparing for this today. I walk around my house speaking. I've already taught this to myself two or three times. So it's just coming second nature to me now because I've got it on the inside of me. It's a part of me. I know it like I know my name. And this is what you've got to do. That's why God says to meditate on it day and night. And there's another reason why we do this, uh, meditating on the word day and night, is because if you keep that in your mind, then you keep all the bad thoughts out. Now, when I say bad thoughts, you know, not terrible thoughts, those too, but even things of worry, and depression, and anxiety, and those things too. Is it, you, you stay focused on what God can do and don't focus on what you can't do. See what I'm saying? Because that's what we always do. We say, I can't do it. You're full of excuses, basically, because we, your thing is, you keep saying that, you won't be able to do it. But you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. See, that's the thing. And that's a teamwork there. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. It takes two, a partnership. But he's, we're the doers. He's the helper. Remember that? Holy Spirit, capital H, helper. We are the doers here on the earth. We're the legs, arms, eyes, mouth of, of him. But thou shalt meditate or ponder or think about or mutter. Actually, I was found myself last night muttering in my closet, speaking these words as you're hearing today, muttering to myself as the Holy Spirit gave it to me. Meditate therein day and night that, one word, but there's tells you there's a reason for what, to meditate on it day and night. Thou mayest observe. Now, the word observe here in the Hebrew is to obey. 
to obey or to comply with or to conform to. Thou mayest observe or obey or to do according to all that is written therein. So we can't do it. We can't obey it unless we know what, what it is that we're just to obey. So that's why we need to meditate on the word day and night for then and not until then. For then, after we have observed or obeyed what we have learned from the word, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Who's going to make your way prosperous? You are. You're going to make your way pro- Thou shalt make your way prosper. The way, way is life, your way, your life. Thou shall make thy life prosperous and now thou shall make it because the, the, the Lord is going to help you, but he's not going to do it for you. If you don't do your part to make your way prosperous, nothing happens. He's not, he can't help you because that's not the way he's got it set up. He's not going to do it for you where you just sit down and he drops it in your lap. I wish it was that easy, but it's not. None of us do, and it's, um, me included. And then... That is, after you've made your way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Good success. Praise God. Isn't that great? Now, uh, the, let's look at 2 Timothy 1 and 7. 2 Timothy 1 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I've heard this for all my life. But a uh, good good revelation here. For God hath not given us the spirit of timidity, not fear, timidity. Timidity meaning lacking in self-assurance, confidence. He hasn't given you that. So if you have that, where do you think it came from? <laughs> if it didn't come from God, and it says right here, he has not given you a spirit of timidity or self, uh, lack of self-assurance, or shyness, or courage. You know why the devil tries to put that on you? So you won't speak up for the kingdom, for the for God. Because if he keeps you beat down and shy and not confident, then you won't say anything. And now he's got you right where he wants you, not spreading the word. And I was in that boat, same thing. But I basically had to overcome, overcome that spirit of timidity. Uh, but of uh, of a power. Now, this is a spirit of power, a spirit of just like the spirit of fear, but God has given you, has given you a spirit of power. This is the word dunamis in the, in the Greek. This is miraculous power, a mir- miracle in itself, a worker of miracles. This is the type of power it's talking about. God has given that to you. You have that within you, that miracle working power and of love, a spirit of love, a spirit of love. This is agape or the Christian love. And he's given that to you and of a sound mind. That is a spirit of a sound mind. The sound mind here is not not being crazy. That's what you would think in the English language. It's discipline, self-control. And praise God, that ties right into what we're talking about as far as our spending and, and finances and things like that. But, you know, discipline and self-control, that applies in every area of our lives, every area of our lives. Because that's what God expects because he's given you a spirit of discipline and self-control. 
So if, if he's given that to us, let's utilize that to our benefit. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that wisdom will be in every decision you make and that God's goodness and blessing will be released into your life.